Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another edition of the List Podcast brought to you by our good friends at the Man Salon. Now, I don't get my haircut every day, but when I do, and like this week, I get it done at the Man Salon. We take our kiddos there. You should as well. And hey, entrepreneurs, if you're out there listening, looking for that next investment, the Man Salon has franchise opportunities for you. Everything's built in, so all you got to do is run a fantastic business. They got you covered at themansalon.net for all the info that you need. Give them a follow on Twitter as well, at the Salon SF. Excuse me, X. All right, listen, it's that time of the year. Now, I love the NBA more than anything in the world, but I know what drives ratings, and I know what's going to drive clicks on this show for here and for years to come. It's the National Football League. Last year, well, let's just say my predictions weren't so great. This year, I feel like Nostradamus once again. As we look back to the year that was and preview the year that will be, I'm just going to give you seven teams from each conference that are going to make the playoffs. No particular order, but I want you to check my work come January to see how I ultimately did. And I will give my prediction for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to pick, you know, one through seven seeds and all that. I'm just going to tell you who's going to make the playoffs. And uh, there may be some surprises for you guys out there as well. Now, listen, a year ago, we saw the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs play for the Super Bowl. The seven teams from the NFC were Philadelphia, San Francisco, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, New York, Dallas, and Seattle. Detroit just narrowly missed out along with Green Bay to make the postseason from the NFC side. And on the AFC side, it was KC, Buffalo, Cincy, Jacksonville, uh, Los Angeles, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Miami Dolphins with Pittsburgh and New England on the outside looking in my AFC predictions are going to be very similar to last year but my NFC ones are going to be a little bit different plus I promise you you're going to see an omission from the AFC side and sorry to your fan base but it is going to be the height of what you guys do and what you guys do is typically disappoint and it's going to be the height of that this year considering the expectations but let me give you a quick rundown here on the list here's how it works we go we go through normally a top 10 list but today we're going to combine everything together we usually have a top 10 list then a top five list today it's just going to be the seven teams from each conference you can check my work come january to see how i did and as we mentioned seven teams from each conference we have the expanded playoffs in the national football league again no particular order to these but i'm going to start with the afc we'll get to the nfc and then i'll give my super bowl prediction Uh, Again, no particular order here. I think the LA Chargers will be back again. I don't see them taking a big step back from what they did a year ago. And in fact, they had a huge lead in that game against Jacksonville and they blew that. Now, uh, their head coach spent time with Steve Kerr, who's a good friend of his, uh, during the playoffs to try to learn sort of a, a, you know, a winning culture in Golden State. Plus, Steve Kerr gave him some advice on bouncing back. Remember, Kerr was at the helm when the the Cavaliers came from a 3-1 deficit to beat the aforementioned Golden State Warriors. So, Brandon Staley got a little info from Kerr on, on some of the things they used in the offseason that year to make them sort of forget about that and move on, which they ultimately got Kevin Durant, which doesn't hurt. But in this case, I, I don't see the Chargers taking a big step back. Herbert got the bag. You're not worrying about that contract. You were able to bring your running back back and not have him hold out um, when it when it felt like Austin Eckler was going to be a guy that was going to eventually you know hold out. I, I feel like the, the Chargers are a couple of defense defensive stops away over the last couple of years 
from being a team that can win a couple of games in the postseason. I got the Chargers in as well. Uh, Kansas City from that same division. I mean, at this point, you got to figure sort of they're the front runner in most people's minds. The odds makers last year, Mahomes not only won the MVP, he won the Super Bowl MVP, helped them bring 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 that the, the Chiefs back in the second half against Philadelphia. They do lose a couple of weapons offensively at wide receiver, but they did the year before in Tyreek Hill, and Mahomes was just fine. So I, I think Kansas City, as long as you have Reed and you have Mahomes and got Kelsey offensively, you're going to probably be fine. Even though again. Another uh, subtraction was Eric Bieniemy going to Washington. It, it's never easy for Kansas City, but they always figure out ways to win. I got the Chiefs in as well from the AFC West. Next, I got Buffalo. Everybody's sleeping on Buffalo. I know the AFC East is going to be loaded, but I only have two teams making the playoffs. It's Buffalo, which I think is highly motivated. You know, there's that conversation about Diggs and and Josh Allen and and sort of how the relationship's going to be. That ain't what I worry what I'd worry about if I'm a Bills fan. It's about getting stops. I mean, even in that game that you eventually won against Miami, you didn't have the defensive consistency that you needed in that game. You kept letting a, a third-string quarterback bring his team back over and over again in a high-profile, high-intensity game in the postseason. Defense, defense, defense for Buffalo. If if they can play some better defense this year, I think that they're on a one-way track to the postseason. I think the offense is going to be just fine. And the other team that I have coming from that division to the playoffs – is not the New York football Jets. Uh, yeah, my earpiece fell out because it couldn't even he- believe what it just heard. No, not the New York football Jets. I have the Miami football Dolphins going to the postseason. Uh, I think that team is loaded defensively. They are just an absolute juggernaut to slow down offensively. And I think it's going to be neck and neck with them and the Bills to win the division. And I just can't see three teams from that division making the playoffs. So that means... The Jets are not going to make the playoffs this year. That doesn't mean that they won't have success in the postseason a year from now. I just look at Aaron Rodgers and I say, a year ago, he had a very similar defense in Green Bay, and they couldn't get to the postseason. I know he was dealing with an injury a year ago. Offensively, he has better weapons on the outside, but the question mark about Brees Hall coming back from the ACL is a legitimate question in my opinion. As we tape this today, there is no Dalvin Cook on that roster. And I feel like the tackle position is ultimately going to be a huge problem for the Jets. And Beckman, or whoever eventually is at that left tackle spot, has to protect Aaron Rodgers. Because one thing we know is your body doesn't recover the way that it used to. And when you are dealing with injuries, and whether it's a game or two, and you have to go to a Zach Wilson or whoever, you're, you're up a creek without a paddle if you're the Jets because you're putting all your eggs in one basket that the guy that's going to be your savior is Aaron Rodgers. And I just don't feel like they have enough protection. Now, they may be able to get something via trade at some point this year or develop those guys enough to where they feel comfortable with it. But I think it's going to be too little too late because I think Miami and Buffalo are too good. I'll take those two teams out of the AFC. Sorry, Jets. You missed the postseason. Then I have uh, Tennessee winning the AFC South, and I think only one team gets out there. I think Jacksonville maybe regresses just a little bit. And if Tannehill was healthy the entire season last year, I feel like Tennessee would have been the team that got it. I remember Jacksonville sort of backdoored in there at the end. Um, you're going to rely heavily on Derrick Henry, but you got this dude named DeAndre Hopkins now, something you were missing since you traded away A.J. Brown uh, in, the, in that last year's offseason. Back to that, when Tennessee had a number one wide receiver and a number one running back, 
they were really getting – you're always going to get the defense from Vrabel uh, coaching those guys up. I think Tennessee's the team that wins the AFC South. And then I have two teams from the AFC North, and as much as it pains me, no, my Pittsburgh Steelers aren't making the postseason this year. I do believe a couple of years from now this will be completely flipped around, salary cap stuff for a couple of these teams, et cetera. But as, as long as the injury isn't prolonged for uh, Joe Burrow, I think Cincinnati is going to be just fine. Uh, they'll make the playoffs. But I think the team that wins that division is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, if there's a year that Baltimore wins the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson, it's probably this year. You go out and you draft a wide receiver and you go out and get Odell and you just have all kinds of weapons for him to throw to, which he never had before, and yet he was an MVP. And this team was uh, you know, in the playoffs a year ago. I just feel like Baltimore is the team to beat right now outside of Kansas City in the AFC. And, you know, I, I think with Lamar, the stuff with the, the contract and should I play and if I have a dinged-up injury, should I sit out, really weighed on not him but the entire team. And all that's in the rearview mirror. I love Baltimore this year. I think Baltimore is going to be the team that comes out of the AFC. And I'll give you a little preview. They're my team I pick to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I have Baltimore. So Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, Tennessee, Cincinnati, and the L.A. Chargers are my seven teams from the AFC. Let's jump on over to the NFC. You can catch the List podcast on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. Brought to you by the Man Salon, themansalon.net for all the locations that you need. And this is what I use all the time, too. You can sign up ahead of time for your haircut. Do it on the mobile app, whatever the case may be. And uh, you can get all your appointments that way instead of having to call in. Great place to get your haircut, the Mansalon, uh, themansalon.net. So in, in, in the NFC, my team coming out of the NFC is going to get just absolutely crucified. So I'm going to leave them for last. I have Baltimore playing this team from the NFC. I have the LA Rams as my surprise team to make the playoffs this year out of the NFC. I think it's a bounce back year. Healthy Matthew Stafford. Uh, you know, they still got this dude named Aaron Donald clogging up the middle. Uh, I think, you know, McVay gets a lot of crap for the way last year unfolded. But, I mean, you had to go get Baker Mayfield to be your quarterback in the middle of the season because you had nothing else. And you couldn't do anything offensively. Still this dude named Cooper Cup. Uh, he's still this dude named Matthew Stafford who's a Super Bowl winning MVP caliber quarterback when he's healthy. And McVay, I think, has been in the lab all offseason, you know, rejuvenated in a sense to prove people that he's not just a you know flash of the pan young coach that got things done and got lucky and won a Super Bowl because they went and got Stafford. I, I think it's much more than that. Um, I think the Rams sneak into the playoffs this year, and if all healthy, they could be dangerous. From the NFC East, I have two teams, and I really don't know who's going to win this one, uh, but I think they're going to be both neck and neck. I think the Giants fall off a little bit. I don't think the Washington football team steps up enough, but I have Philadelphia and Dallas both making the playoffs. Uh, Philadelphia probably should be the front runner after what they did a year ago. They didn't really take any steps back from from a uh, roster standpoint. Lost a couple of dudes on the defensive side, uh, but you know sometimes you have that Super Bowl hangover. I, I don't think Jalen Hurts lets that happen. I just love the way that he prepares and the way that his teammates and his coach talk about him. Um, I think Dallas, though, man, I know Dallas, Dallas is, and they fall off at times, but that's that's such a talented roster. The McCarthy calling plays thing is going to be fascinating to watch, but Dak is a true leader. I don't care what you say about the guy; he's a leader, man. So. I, I like Dallas and Philadelphia from the NFC East. San Francisco quarterback by committee. Um, who cares who's the quarterback when you got Shanahan calling the plays? Uh, Bolson's contract will get figured out. Uh, they're going to be right there in the mix to win the the uh, NFC. And I think that team's just, I mean, God, mighty. Where do, you, where do you start defensively to try to slow them down up front? 
Uh, they just they get after the quarterback. And you know, I know I know you you find yourself in a position where you lose your defensive coordinator to a head coaching job in, in Houston, but that, that team's been able to figure things out when they lose personnel. Um, and offensively, they have a ton of weapons. McCaffrey's there for a full offseason now. You got Debo still running the show. You got this dude that can catch the ball named, named Kittle at the tight end position. And then whether it ends up being uh, Sam Darnold or Trey Lance or you go to Brock Purdy if he's healthy, I, I think quarterback by committee is fine for San Francisco. Just have to have one healthy and able body because uh, you saw what happened against Philadelphia. They couldn't do anything. As I have the Rams – uh, coming from that division as well. So two from the NFC West, two from the NFC East. And uh, I have Carolina winning the NFC South. If they would have had, I think if they would have had the rookie quarterback that they have now at the helm a year ago and Bryce Young, they would have made the playoffs. You know, Listen, Tampa Bay backed in for the final swan song for, for Tom Brady. Carolina had the best defense in that in that division last year. And they had that late run. They just got behind the eight ball so early and, you know, they had to get rid of Baker. They fire Matt Rule, and then they really settled down. That defense carried them through so many games. That defense was loaded. You're going to you're, you're gonna have to be creative, have the ball bounce your way, force some turnovers to set yourself up in good field position to score on that Carolina defense this year. But I love Bryce Young, man. He's already, you know, Frank Wright's calling him the starter. He's there. He's ready to go. I think you're going to see some influences offensively right away that are going to be, wow, the Carolina offense looks totally different. Losing DJ Moore is something that does suck for them because I think – you lose a number one wide receiver with a rookie coming in. There are some some growing pains there. But I like Carolina to win the NFC South. And I have two teams from the NFC North. Not Green Bay and not Chicago. I got Detroit making the playoffs this year, building all that momentum from a year ago. God, they love to play for that guy, don't they? They love Dan Campbell, and rightfully so. Jared Goff is so consistent, doesn't turn over the football, looks so good down the stretch last year. They got some weapons on the outside, some really good running backs in that room. And I think Dan Campbell just has this – you know, ferocity about him that just, oh, you want to play for a guy like that. And they buy into what he's doing. They're on the right track. I think for the next couple of years, they're always going to be in the playoff mix. But the team that I have winning that division is the team that I have going to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, the Minnesota Vikings. I know. Sounds crazy as hell. And it's early. I haven't been drinking or anything. But listen, that team has been on the precipice of making a Super Bowl the last handful of years. Oh, they won all the one-score games a year ago. They can't. They won't need to this year. I don't think they're going to need to. Getting Daniil Hunter signed on to a contract, I think, is so big for that defense. They've made some adjustments. You're going to get Lewis seen back. You're finding yourself in a position where you know offensively what your identity is in, in year two. Um, I, I feel like Jefferson's going to have a huge year. I love the addition of Aston there at the other wide receiver spot. Uh, Osborne had a big breakout year a year ago. you got a three-headed monster there that's, I think, better even with the departure of Adam Thielen. Now you lose Cook, but you feel like Alexander Madison is your guy. There wouldn't be there wouldn't be the need to move on from Cook if you didn't feel like you had everything you had with Cook. With Madison, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Again, health is going to be a big thing here. But in Kirk Cousins, I trust. I know that sounds crazy to some people, but okay. I think Kirk Cousins is better than Jared Goff. I think Kirk Cousins is better than uh, Bryce Young. I think Kirk Cousins is better than Matthew Stafford. I think Kirk Cousins is better than Dak Prescott. I think Kirk Cousins is better than Brock Purdy or Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. And I would put him on the same parallel as Jalen Hurts. So you tell me, if you got a quarterback that's arguably the best in the NFC, and I know you're not looking at it going, well, you got Burrow and you got Lamar and you got, you know, all these dudes in the AFC like Mahomes. Listen, those guys, the AFC is loaded with quarterbacks right now. The NFC, not so much top heavy, but I do believe Kirk Cousins is a guy you can trust. I'm sorry he made a bad play at the end of that game against the Giants, but the rest of that game, he was the best player on the field in that loss to New York in the playoffs. 
Kirk Cousins, I trust. I got Minnesota and Baltimore playing for a Super Bowl. And I, I just feel like this is the year Minnesota. It, and it may be the last hurrah because this thing could look totally different. But I think they're in enough where they have a division that's winnable for sure. No Aaron Rodgers to have to worry about you know, neck and neck with Detroit. Uh, but I, I love Minnesota. The home field advantage up there at U.S. Bank Stadium is big. They got to win games in prime time, and they got to beat good teams when it counts. But I think that this is the year that they can do it. I know. Check my work come January. So Dallas, Philadelphia, San Fran, L.A. Rams, uh, Carolina Panthers, Detroit Lions, Minnesota Vikings on the NFC side, Minnesota the Super Bowl. Again, Chargers, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo, Kansas City. Give me Baltimore and Minnesota in my Super Bowl. The List Podcast brought to you by the Manslot, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Thanks for all of the downloads. All the, the 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 views on YouTube been huge for us, man. We appreciate it. Look forward to chatting next week as another page is turned here on the List Podcast. Thanks for hanging out. You can find me all the time on Twitter as well, at JTESPN. Until next week, y'all, be well.